learning a black Gemara. Today's daf is daf Tezayin Amar Aleph. So Bikitzer, we just learned a Mishnah where a husband and wife have a dispute. He claims, <coughs> she claims that you married me. I was a psulim, a title of 200. And he says, no, not. You were a widow and or you were divorced. Therefore, you're only entitled to 200. So we said, if there were witnesses that she went to her wedding, to her chuppah, dressed as uh, a psula, then that's sufficient and it's treated like a psula. Agadeh Bruker says different other things, throwing toasted wheat and so on. Then the Mishnah finishes off. Rabbi Shua is maida. Now remember, the first part of the Mishnah doesn't mention at all a machlekes. Suddenly you say Rabbi Shua is maida is a bit odd. Who's maida to who? But Rabbi Shua is maida. That even though I don't believe in migri, but there's a certain type of migri that I do, and that is according to Rashi, pesha asa pesha. He said according to Tzitzis, migri di boy shasik. In other words, according to Rashi, he came over and volunteered information to certain kids. He said, no, this property used to belong to your father, so he incriminated himself. They had no idea, and then he says, but I bought it. So it's a pesha, also pesha. It's such a powerful, um, compelling reason to believe him that um, sure says we believe. According to Jesus, we're talking about even in the, if, they, if they come and they say, look, our, this field needs to be our father's. And you say, yes, I know, but I bought it from him. That's a very strong meaning. He could have just been quiet and said, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not your father's. And therefore, we we believe. So it's a very powerful migri. And, and Rashi, they all talk about... So, According to Rabbi Shua, you never, the whole idea of Mika doesn't exist. The only time you believe him is if he comes forward and says, this field used to belong to your father. So if a guy comes over to you and says, you owe me $100, and I said, I paid you back, and I have a Mika, I could have said, I never owed you. Maybe, maybe I shouldn't be believed according to Rabbi Shua. So how come, you know, the whole idea of Mika is a bit hard to understand according to Rabbi Shua. But anyway, the Gemara. The Gemara is going to discuss what we just mentioned. Who is Rabbi Shua made it to? And the Gemara does a very good summary of all the missions we learned till now. Practically, says the Gemara time, but the only reason why we we believe her is because the witnesses that she was a psula at the time. There were no witnesses that she went to the chuppah as a psula, we actually believe him. Baal and the husband believed. So suddenly here we see that the husband was believed rather than the wife. And we had a number of Mishnahs still not arguing. Rabbi says you always believe her. Rabbi Yeshua says you believe him. And it seems that this Mishnah, who has, is anonymous, sides with Rabbi Yeshua. The problem is, before we ruled that the halacha is like Rabbi Gamliel, and we know that a stam mishnah generally, we always follow the stam. He always said that she's believed. What are you comparing? How are you comparing this? In all the cases till now, Rabbi Gamliel says you believe her is because she says definitively, this is what happened. It was a mukas AIDS that happened after you got engaged, and the husband doesn't know. He says, maybe it didn't, maybe it happened before, maybe it happened you had a, you had a, a dalliance with somebody. But over here, they're both body. She says, I was definitely a psula, and, she, and he says, no, you were definitely an almana when I married you. So here it's a body of a body. Nothing to do with the argument of Rabbi Gamaliel, for sure. It's more answer. Allah is body of body. will never said in a body of body, you believe her rather than him. Says he might have such an obvious thing with the cordial mark cordial. What was the question in the first place? Sometimes we have that when you ask a question, the answer is so you know staring you in the eye. What were you thinking? A body and body who isn't this a body and body? Answer the Gemara. Even the rave Nashim the Sulis, he says, vast majority of women who get married are generally Sulis. So together with her body, we have a rave. He body Vishamadami, maybe it's treated like she he's a body. So she's a body and he's only a shema. The fact that the rave, the majority of cases, the probability supporting her, that takes his shema, uh, his body and turns it into a shema. Is it really happened that she was a non 
and, and so on. Now, in, in fact, the argument is a big machlek is a shenim. When, when, the, when there's a body together with a rave, even though a body cannot pull out of a shema, we said before that a body, if I say you owe me $100, you say you don't remember, I will not get the money because you have a cheskes moment. But verse, against that cheskes moment, I have a body together with a rave, then I can't pull out of a cheskes moment. In fact, we'll see that in, in the, when we go to the bottom page, the way it traces the shani man to trace the question. So a body and a coupled with a rave is stronger than a shema with a cheskes moment. So, um, so therefore, the, 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 the guy, the questionnaire thought, according to Mlil, you should believe her. And the one who answers says, no, we hold like the Rishonim, we say that a body and a life together still will not override a Cheska's Maman. Will not override a Cheska's Maman. No, if Cheska's Maman is a logical thing, then a body and a life is a greater logic than a Cheska's Maman. Cheska's Maman generally says logic. It's there. You need strong proof to take it away. But a body, the other person is definite, together with a, a, a roi that says probably tell the truth, is logically strong enough to take away Chesed Maman. But if you learn a Chesed Maman, there's no logic to it. Like there's a cost of the money is there, we need 100% proof to take it away. Then even though the body has a roi with it, it's still not 100%. Can't take it away. Said you, Marvavan, I'm proof with you. Make sure to the Moida, I'd be sure. Said I'd be sure it's Moida. Who is he Moida? I'm going to be slaying my idol of the Moida. If you can tell me the first part of the Mishnah, Rabbi Gamliel is admitting to Rabbi Shur and saying, generally, I say you believe her. But in this case, I'll agree with you. We're going to believe him. We're going to believe him because it's a body versus a body. Then it makes sense. The second half of the Mishnah, Rabbi Shur saying to Rabbi and sometimes I'm Moida to you. Weird, you know, you said that a body and a migri is strong enough to take that we believe her. I disagreed, but certain migris, like the one in the Mishnah here, where it's a pesha asa pesha yeter, I agree that such a powerful migri or a pesha asa we discussed last time, whether it's in the realm of migri or not, such a strong, compelling proof. They're saying the truth. I'll be mighty that we believe the person who has that pesha asa behind them. So it makes sense the Mishnah. Is Shapit, Eliyam, you can tell me lying on the Moida. If you tell me, argues in our Mishnah as well. Is Rabbi Shul, my Moida, who is he Moida to? Says the Gemara. That is, that, even though the answer might be a good answer, but that doesn't prove anything for the Mishnah. Because who, this Mishnah is a new code. Who told you that this, so therefore you think that this Mishnah is, 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 is that Rabbi Shul is Moida to somebody in this Mishnah. This Mishnah actually is a continuation of the previous Mishnahs, and Rabbi Shul is being Moida to the previous dinner, not Rabbi Gamil maintains this argument in this mission as well, perhaps, that you believe her, Bari. But when Rabbi Moshe's Amaida, he's saying to Rabbi Gamil, even on the previous missions, we had an argument of Bari with the Migva works, but this kind of Migva does work. Which Mishnah, where do we find the previous missions that the, the crux of their argument is whether a Migva together with a Bari is strong enough to take out of someone else's Cheska's moment? And will go through each Mishnah. You think Rabbi Shua is talking about this Pedic when the second half of the Mishnah is discussing the first half and he's being mated to the first half and he's talking about a This Mishnah is a continuation of the previous Mishnahs and Rabbi Shua is being mated to one of the previous Mishnahs where the Migi was the center focal point. Which Mishnah did we raise the issue of Migi? And we work our way through every single Mishnah. Ilema on the last mission, we learned how you were better. She was pregnant, and we asked her who is the father, and she answered me, explaining you know, who's that person who is, could have married a Koyan. Rabbi Gamulullah said, You believe her. I'm sure I'm alive, we don't trust her. Where does Migid come in there? In fact, there is no Migid there. Because what's a Migid? You couldn't deny it. We see that she's pregnant. So obviously, we know she had relations with a man. So what's Migid is there? Where's the Migid? I have a stomach up between her teeth. 
Elahon, the following case, the, the first half of the Mishnah, of that Mishnah, we are we merely saw talking to somebody. What's the story here? And she said, yes, I had relations. I need to play a coin. And he said, everything is all right. And then she has a Migu. She could have denied she had any relations. So there's a Migu. Rabbi says, we believe her. And Rabbi Shur says, I don't care. That Migu is not strong enough. Rabbi Gula says, I don't care. That Migu is not strong enough. Where's, is there really a Migu there? If you remember, we had an argument there between Zaidi and Asi how to understand the Midabedis. If you learn like Zaidi, you said the Midabedis means really they were just talking and we have no idea they had relations. She came forward and said, Yes, I had relations, but he was a kosher person. So she had a Migu. She could have said, I did not have any relations. I understand. Then you're right. Then Rabbi Shua is discussing that Mishnah and saying, Even though I argue with you at that Migu, but in this Migu here, which is so strong, so compelling, I will make it. Just so you're alone in a room in isolation. She could have denied it. Yes, I did. He's mad as you believe. But according to Ravasi, the Umber who said, My mid that better is developed. Ravasi said, What does that better mean? That, they, that we saw them having relations that were just talking in Russian, Nikia. My Miga, Ika, there's no Miga. If we saw them having relations, then we want to know who that person is. She has no Miga. What could she have said? She couldn't have denied it. We saw it. Belaha must be the previous mission. He I met her, she says, she said, before we got married, I was only a Mukasait. And who I'm a lawyer, he says, No, you were a Drusazish. You had actually relations before we got married to somebody else. So, what exactly they're arguing? So, we had two ways of learning, and we had two ways of understanding. We had Rabbi Yechon and we had Rabbi Lazar. Rabbi Yechon said that she is the author of the missions are made. She's claiming when she said Mukas AIDS, even though it happened before we got married, she's saying, I'm entitled to 200, the full 200. He's saying, no, that you're a Drusazish. And according to Rabbi Yechanan, he says that a concept of Cheskas you thought that she was a Psula. Turned out to be that she was a Baula. She's still married and she's entitled to 100. That's not really called cheating to that extent. However, the other view is that she, that, that the author of the mission is Rabban. And the Rabbanans say that if you were a Mukas eight before you got married, you're only entitled to 100 because you're not a Psula. So she, she says, I'm a Mukas eight, I'm entitled to 100. So what's he saying? He's saying, I thought you were a Psula. Turn out to be a Yabula, to Mekartos, you get nothing. Okay, There's, that's the two ways of understanding the mission. So in one of these two ways, she has a big. In the case of Rabbi Yechon, there's no Migri. She said it happened before we got married. And I'm entitled to 100. So what was the Migri? She could have said it happened after I got married. She's still entitled to 100. There's no advantage one way or another. Migri easy could have said a better argument. But according to Rabbi Lazar, she has a Migu. She said, yes, it happened before we got married. I was a Mukas 8, I'm entitled to 100. She could have said, it happened after we get married, and I'm entitled to 200. So there we have a Migu, and Rabbi Shua argues, and, the, and he's saying, but now, Mishnah, I agree. So according to Rabbi Lazar, yes, there's a, a case of a Migu. According to Rabbi Yechen's understanding, there's no Migu there. So who's Rabbi Shua being made to, according to Rabbi Yechen? Says he might she claims 100 because it happened before the lake clue and he claims you get nothing because you deceived me so Migu, she does have a Migu. that's why we believe her she could have said it happened after we got engaged the Islam assignment has 200 could have been a better argument a stronger argument and, and, and this is a weaker argument I'm even asking less myself the less the uh, and now that she said it happened prior to get married, I'm only tired to 100. That's a migrant. No, she's asking for 200 because the author of the mission is a male, and he's only offering her 100. What's her migrant? What could be better than 200? My migrant, let's go back to a previous mission. 
the previous Mishnah, he married a woman and it turned out to be she was not a psula. He, I met her, she says, after we got engaged, I was raped, and therefore, you feel got flooded, it's too bad. It's too, and therefore, I'm entitled to the first 200. Now, she has a migu. She could have said she was a mukas eight. Now, what's the advantage of saying mukas eight? Either way, she's entitled to 200. The advantage is if she's a mukas eight. And then her husband dies, she can marry a coin. But she's saying now that she was raped. When her husband dies, she cannot marry a coin. Even <coughs> so, she harmed herself by with this time. That's a migu. Before you got engaged, she believed she would be able to trust her. Why? Now, what's the migu here? The migu di boyam mukas eight. She could have done mukas eight, and happened after we got engaged. She's not harming herself from kuna. She's not in any way forbidding herself from marrying coin. She says, nasty. It was an accident. She passes herself from kuna. So this mission here, look, that nigga there, I disagree with. Behind me, and why do I disagree with that nigga over there? Because I say, who said that she thought of the better time? Maybe she's a liar. What are you saying? That you could have said a better argument. Not everybody's so smart. Or you're nervous. You don't think of the, the best argument. Or sometimes you convince yourself, if I don't give the best argument, I give a little bit of weaker argument, I look more credible. And I want to look credible in the eyes of the people and the, and the people. Nobody should go walk around, you know, wagging the tongue at me. So there might be a reason why you didn't say the better time. That therefore, I'm sure says it's not that compelling amigui, that kind of amigui. But behind me, but over here, this amigui here, my din I, I made it to you, it, it's all powerful, and, and we believe in it. wants to know what's the difference between the Mechdi, let me ask you. Hi, Migli, behind Migli, they're both Migli, behind Migli, what's the difference? So Rashi learns the Gemara as follows. Hoch over here ain't sure shock of an echa. Hoch is sure of an echa. Rashi learns very simple. Rashi learns that if somebody comes to you with a time, you, you, this, is, this is the story, and I have to respond. So whatever response I give, Rashi says, and, and what do you tell me? I could have got a better response. Maybe I didn't think of it. I didn't, I didn't, I'm, I don't work so quick. I didn't think of it. However, in our mission here, nobody knew where Rashi was. You had no idea that this field belonged to your father. I didn't have to say anything. So if I volunteered and I came over and I said, this field belonged to your father, but I bought it, in this case, here, it's such a powerful figure because everybody could understand, say nothing. You didn't, nobody put you on the spot. You don't say anything. And therefore, if you volunteer information, you must be saying the truth. That's how Rashi learns. Traces learns that, no, that this Migu is talking about, yes, the kids did say, well, we heard that this feels our father, but had absolutely no proof. And, and Abishu says, ah, in this case, because they had no proof whatsoever, it's a very strong Migu. They could have just easily denied it. It was, never was your father's. And nobody would be any wiser. Because they said, yes, it was your father's, but we bought it, we believe him, because this is a strong migri. So what does it mean, not <clears throat> In the case of the girl over here, the fact that she's not absolute, the, 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 the facts you know, speak for themselves. So she had no option to say, oh, that I was absolute, it's not true. That's called the, the facts speak for themselves. And, and in this case of here, she has to come up with a response and therefore one thing or another. Over there, there's a field lying there. The, the facts don't speak for themselves. We don't know whose field it is. This, these kids say it belonged to our father. Um, so therefore, they easily could have said it's not true. So there's no facts that tell us one way or another. Therefore, it's a much more powerful thing. Tell you about it further. Um, um, the majority will get married. I'm married as a, as a psula. Who needs witnesses? What about the rape? 
Because we can say, right. On the one hand, you have supporting her, the fact the majority of women get married were single. And there's only a minority of women who were widows or divorcees. Countering that, generally, when there's a wedding in town, uh, for, for, for Almana, they make you these small weddings, the second wedding. But for a first wedding, you make a big, there's a lot of fanfare and pompous ceremony, and everybody knows about it. Even though you didn't, you weren't attend, attending the wedding, or you didn't. nevertheless, everybody knows about this wedding. People talk about it and gossip and so on and so forth. So therefore, the first thing Mara says, every single girl who gets married, everybody's where they get married as absolute. And therefore, that undermines the rave that probably she was absolute, because nobody remembers her getting married. Um, getting married. So therefore, it, it undermines the rave of Absula. That's why over here in this case, in this case, we don't believe her. East a little bit breaks the rave. Says the if and that's why we need witnesses. Says the Gemara, the one that she went, she went to the chuppah as a psula. Right, the Gemara thinks that we're saying every single person who went who gets married, um, if she's psula, there's a kail. Every single person then ate him aligned because nobody heard. That she was getting married. So what witnesses come? definitely liars, because every you're saying every single wedding of, of Absula, every single one, everybody's aware. Well, nobody's aware of this one. So that doesn't does that undermine the testimony of the witnesses themselves? Says take away the word call, say rave. Not everyone, the majority, some people make small weddings. The majority of women who get married, everybody in town is aware of it. Rave Hanisas Psula Yeshlo. So the reason why we don't believe her, even though she has a rave is because there's a rave that's against it. There's a rave against it. The rave that says, no, that she, she would have got married as Absula, we would have known about it. But if Aiden come along and say, yes, she got married as Absula, since there are people who get married that nobody's aware of, therefore we believe the Aiden. <clears throat> and then, and Tracy already says that the most question here is that uh, uh, who cares about witnesses? You have a rave. Remember, Shmuel says you don't go with money matters. You don't go with money matters after a rave, you the majority. And therefore, if this Gemara must not be going according to Shmuel, must be going according to Rav. The Tayshi Shanim says no, that in this case here, together with the rave, you have a chazak. The Cheska's goof is that most women are absolus. That most uh, the chazak is in her own body that uh, she was absolut as late as possible. And therefore, the Chazakas Cheskes Haguf tells us that she was only Absula when she got married. And therefore, together with the Bari, you have a Raiv that says that most women who get married are Absulas. And you have a Cheskes Guf that she was born Absula and that probably she was Absula till the very end, till she got married. So the Cheskes Haguf together with the Raiv, even Shmuel will be made strong enough to take away from the husband the Cheskes mom. Tell you about it further. Um, there were witnesses that she went out dressed like a like a mapsula. The question is very simple. It seems to me that the, 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 it's clear from our mission there was no ksuba available. If the ksuba was there, just look in the ksuba, see what it says. It says 200, it says 100. The reason why they're arguing is because there's no ksuba in town. She has no ksuba, she lost it. So she produces a get and she says, I'm divorced. Or she brings witness her husband died, and so on. And the ears are, are disputing it. So the question is, how can you give her anything? Why aren't we worried that Dilma Mafka ate him behind Bidin of the Gavi? She'll bring witnesses here that she was absolute and she'll collect, then Vahada Mafka, she'll have the high bezin, and then she'll produce the Ksuva in some other bezin, 
In other words, in this business, she can't go back in because they have a record that she that she got paid out. She'll go another business anywhere in the world and produce a ksuva, and the ksuva is intact, so they'll follow it, and it's witnesses, everything else. And if, this, if her husband owns property in that country, they'll come and they'll seize it. Mafkele, the ksuva, high business, she will produce the ksuva in some other business, the government, she will collect from it. Omar Abu says, you must, you must conclude with this. There's a big machlekes, the concept of a receipt. According to some, a malva cannot collect his money unless he has a, he produces the star, the document the, that he owes the money. If he doesn't produce the star, even though he has witnesses, the guy owes the money, he doesn't get paid because we're worried that you, okay, you get paid now. And in a year from now, you'll produce the, 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 the loan contract and collect again. We're worried about that. And therefore we're worried, we want to protect uh, the labor. Others say the other way around. If a Malva knows that he loses the, the, the contract, he'll never be able to collect his money, even if he had witnesses, he won't lend money in the first place. Uh, so therefore, we need to protect the Malva and say that even if he lost the, the, the contract, he um, uh, he can collect. I we have to protect the labor as well. So we say to the labor, you must give him a receipt. That we say to the Malva, you must give the labor receipt that he paid. Now that's the, the other opinion doesn't like that because they say then the, the onus is on the labor to always make sure that he keeps it for the next till you know, as long as he's alive. It's a big burden. Whatever he loses it, then the malva can come along and collect a second time. Why should the labor have to walk around? So the other opinion says because you have a pasik evid it says evid labor leash malva. A labor it's it's a, the labor is the one who has to, to share the uh, has to carry the responsibility the burden of, of making sure they just get paid ripped off. So the machlik is whether we write a receipt or not. The reason why those who say we don't write a receipt is because it's not fair that the labor has to walk around the whole time with a receipt. Why we should take to the malva, produce the star, you get paid. You don't produce the star, you don't get paid. And the other opinion says, no, we got to protect the malva. So when Mimura says from here, the fact over here, there's no ksuvah, and yet we're paying her out, must be that she has to write a, a receipt to the husband. So this proves that we do write receipts. We must prove me that we do write receipts. And even though it's not fair, the husband has to walk around with a receipt the whole time because maybe the wife will produce the ksuba, so be it. Now, Papa says, no. Generally, if, if there is a ksuba and she says, I lost it, it's gone, she will not be able to collect because we don't want to give her the opportunity to be able to produce the ksuba again. And, and we're not going to say, go write a receipt. It's not fair on the husband. Why should the husband walk around with a receipt the whole time? But we're talking about a case, the Makam Sha'en Kaisiksuva skin. You're talking about a case where there is no ksuva. And because there is no ksuva, you can't tell her, produce your ksuva. There are a lot of areas that didn't write a ksuva because the law was that if you get married, you have to pay out. There's a law of alimony. You don't have to have a document saying that. That's the law. And therefore, um, in a place where there's no ksuva, then you have no choice. You have to write a receipt. But generally speaking, if there is a ksuva, then, the, then she has to produce a ksuva. Otherwise, she gets paid zilch. So that's one way of learning. Vika and others say, Vika and others say, and others say, Abraisa, Ibduk Savasa, the following comment of the Braisa, she lost the Hitmin Savasa, she hid the you know, for protection, then she forgot where she hid it, which I'm sure it happens often. Nisif Savasa got burned, Rogdul Funeva. We have witnesses that they danced before, like the Psula, Sakul Funeva. They played around with her while during the wedding and they made all kinds of dances and all that to make her happy, which is like a Psula. Have you ever done that? They passed by in front of her a, kais, a cup of the Psura of news. We'll talk, see what that is. This is uh, a cup that tells us that defines that she is a Psula. All of these are a map of Psula, Murashit that were given only to Psulim. She has witnesses. Any of these things happen. So when she was absolutely next to us, she was entitled to two hundred dollars. 
I, how can you give her relationship? Why aren't you worried? Dilma Mafka Aidim Bahai Bezin, she'll produce Aidim in one Bezin, the Gavia should collect. If a Hoda Mafka looks of us by Bezin, then she'll produce a Silver in another Bezin, the Gavi will collect. Why don't you worry that she'll you know, cheat her husband, deceive her husband? But Abu must be, it must be that she has to write him a receipt. <clears throat> says the Gemara, that Papa Mara Papa says, the Mokum Shain Kaisin Ksuvas came to my place where they don't write Ksuva. But in the place you do write Ksuva, she will not collect unless she produces Ksuva. So you want, how can you tell me in this version, how can a Papa say we're talking about a place where you don't write Ksuva, but clearly says it, she hid it, she lost it, it got burned. So there was a Ksuva. So we should say to her, too bad, either produce Ksuva or, or you don't collect. But even Ksuvasik Tani said clearly it was Ksuva. So it doesn't that prove that she has to give him a receipt. And and, and Abu is correct. Um, clearly here that what she lost the ksuba that the husband wrote. <coughs> Sorry, the Kosala he wrote the ksuba. In other words, it's a place that you generally don't write ksubas, but he decided to give her a ksuba. So he wants to say, what? The fact is that in this case there was a ksuba, and the fact is we're not demanding from her to produce it. So the husband is, 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 is going to lose out unless she gives it. Otherwise, tomorrow she'll pull out the ksuba that he gave her. So you say Mafkale but she will produce it and collected it. So one says, You're right. My Ibda, Ibda means Ba'ur, it got burnt. The witnesses that saw that it got burnt. So there's no concern that she will produce the ksuba later on. So the Gemara, how can you tell me that? There were three examples in, the, in this price. So one is it got burnt, one is it you hit it, and one is it got lost. You're telling me it got lost means it got burnt. No. So that's so why is the price repeat itself? But oid, furthermore, what about in the case where um where she lost it. The, the ksuva is somewhere, right? She said, I hid it, I don't know where it is. So one day she might find it and then she'll produce it and harm the guy. Must be that there isn't, must, must conclude that there are always receipts. Besu Idulamali, why even mention? Ella called Ivda Kihitmina Bifonenu Dami. When she said she lost it, whenever she said she lost it, just like she told her that she hid it um, and she will not connect and she will not connect. And we will not give her, pay out her ksuba because it was a ksuba, according to our papa. We will not pay out her ksuba. We're twisting around the words of the rice. Not that we will pay her out. We won't pay her out. It's not three cases. Case of one is nisrafa, then we know there's no concern she'll reproduce the ksuba. We are going to pay her out. The other two cases of being lost or being burnt, but there were no witnesses. As in, she hid it or she lost it. In those cases, we are not going to pay her out. Because maybe she will produce ksuba again, and we don't tell you say to her, you know, when you collect, go give her, go give her a receipt. No, it's too bad. You had ksuba, you better produce it, otherwise you get nothing. <clears throat> so the Maria, the one who says that Agbarabura Papa is referring to the Brisa is Koshkain Amasnisin. In the case of the Brisa, there was ksuba. And yet it says the rice that she can collect and what and 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 other and the Rabbi says that the only way she can do that is definitely the after is by giving a receipt. And Rapapa says no, that you do not collect. Rapapa said you do not collect, you don't write a receipt, you don't collect because you need unless you have witnesses that they got burnt. <clears throat> and Rapapa said you don't write a receipt. And here there's the is um, 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 uh, Koshke in Amasnisit. Surely, in the case of the Mishnah, that uh, in a place where you don't write any service, surely there's a, there's no risk. Um, uh, that the only time you write a receipt in a place where you don't write service. Um, the one who learns in the Mishnah, the Machlegs, the Papa, the Babu, is only in the Mishnah. 
But in the case of the Brisa where where there was a, a, a the person decided to write exuber to his wife, then a papa will be made that you have no choice. In this case, she will write a receipt, and therefore there's no argument. Who should I got question? Then he said, that she wanted she was that she behaved like a psula. She brings witnesses that she was a psula. Why are we should produce witnesses that she were at the wedding? That yes, she went like a psula, but a collective psula. And the Gavi, she got to another bed and bring other two witnesses, not the same ones who were at the wedding, or it might have been 100 people at the wedding, and another bed and collected silver again. The Gavi, Shimura said, the Mokin left, in the case we have no choice, for example, in a place where nobody writes exuber, says she, so we can't ask her, produce exuber, then you get paid. And the only way that she collects is she brings witnesses to prove that she was a psula. So we're scared that maybe she'll go to another bed and she'll bring other witnesses, not the same one, and she'll collect a second time. We have no choice, you have no choice. You ever will agree you write a receipt. This cup of news of that she's absurd in my Kaishura. What in the world is that? That she's absurd. They bring her as a token uh, or symbolic, they bring a, a cup of wine of Truman. They pass in front of her. As if to say, she's absurd, and therefore she could have eaten Truman. Says the Gemara, and and an almana cannot eat truma. Masked a papa, otaman milach for truma. So if almana marries a koyin, she's not entitled to eat truma. So what does that prove? You had a cup of truma passing in front of her. Proves nothing. Elon a papa zu reishis kitrumas reishis. A papa says, "What you mean by truma is truma is the first of your crop, the first of your yield. You have to give to a koyin. This too, this is the first of herself. She's giving over to this man over here." Says the Gemara, "Tanya b'joyim elchavish yayim alnudis to pass a barrel of wine in front of her." That, that's what they used to do, bring a barrel of wine, not true, but they should pass a barrel of wine by Absula. The difference is as follows. By Absula, a sealed barrel, symbolic, that what that she, she was sealed till now. Um, and by Abula, they, they bring a barrel that was open. It's pretty embarrassing, if you ask me. But they used to parade with a barrel that was wide open to say that this is not her first time. So Yimora says, why, why are you embarrassing the psula? Yeah, okay, the bula. Let's do the following. Am I never come psula? The bula never cloud. Let's just in front of a psula, we'll parade with this barrels that are closed, sealed. But for a bula, don't bring it at all. Why bring an open barrel? You sort of humiliating her or telling the whole world her story, her private life. So Yimora says, no, we have no choice. We have to do something by bula to counter what we do by psula. Because otherwise, Zimna the Tafsim Asylum, she might go ahead and grab two hundred dollars from her husband's estate. And she will claim that she was absurd. And then we bring these witnesses who say about, uh, who, uh, who, they say, to say there was no barrel, if, we, if the laws, you don't bring a barrel, no barrel. And she'll say, you know what, because we ran out of wine. We couldn't afford wine or whatever it is. We could, the barrel broke. So, um, and she has it now. Go prove her wrong. You know why I didn't bring it in front of me? It's not, it's not, it was an accident. And that is why the, the, the we say that if we make a tekan of Absula, we must make something proactive also for the Ba'ula. So this way people remember either Absula or a Bula, and there's no excuse that she cannot grab if she's not entitled to. Okay, we'll